Well, God said no. Yep. I was uh, praying for the rapture. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I grew up in uh, Wanda County. Last time I said that, I, I had a response that I said, I'm going to see y'all afterwards. Uh, I grew up in Wanda County in a church I grew up in when there was going to be a a pastor, one of the other pastors was going to preach. We didn't have to go to church that week. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate y'all coming. <laughs> or maybe y'all didn't know. <laughs> you should pay attention. <laughs> so uh, let's pray. Father God, I just pray, Lord, that you would speak to through me today, Lord. Lord, uh, I pray that you would uh, give the the folks in the congregation, your people, Lord, uh, ears to hear, Lord. I pray that if there's anybody out here that doesn't know who you are, Lord, I just pray the chains will be broken today, Lord, that they could uh, also celebrate freedom, not just uh, on the holiday of Juneteenth, but uh, of, of, of real freedom. And so, God, I just pray that you bless this time that we have in your word, Lord. Fill us with your spirit, and God, help us to uh, just go on through our week with strength and comfort. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Uh, Let's get right into the scripture. I'm going to read John 8, 31 through 36. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then ye then are ye my disciples indeed. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abideth not, the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. As we come to church each Sunday, we walk in through the doors in sundry times and diverse manners. The expectation is for us to... Uh, enter his courts with praise. I'm not only going to ask you to praise the Lord today. I'm going to ask you to celebrate. And I know we don't always feel like celebrating. But we're going to celebrate the freedom that only comes from the Lord. This week, next week, Sunday to be exact. uh, My mom's here. I got to keep my hands out of my pocket. This week, on Sunday, is Juneteenth. Now, all of us may not know what Juneteenth is, but it's the day that uh, Gordon Granger, General Gordon Granger, made it to Galveston, Texas, to tell the slaves there on June 19, 1865, that all the captives were now free. 
So as we celebrate with me, as this nation celebrates its independence for a whole month, uh, as I stated early, you might not be in the mood to celebrate because today of the current depressions and oppressions that some of us are currently experiencing, Juneteenth is no reason to celebrate. Believe it or not, I would imagine that there are some here that won't even want to celebrate the 4th of July. I hope and pray that God will speak to you today and let you, and help you to understand that there is, he can bring you comfort and strength. God is worthy to be praised. Especially in this world and not just the next. See, we, we think because of how I feel today, can't really, I can't really, I can't really celebrate because of the circumstances that I'm in. When I'm looking at the wind and the waves, I'm, and I'm, I'm in this situation, I cannot celebrate. How do you expect me to celebrate? I want everybody to take these two fingers and put them on the side of your neck. If you don't feel anything, I think we got nurses in the house. That's the reason to celebrate. I woke up on this day on this side of the dirt. I'm in my sound mind with an able body. I've had days. I've had days. I've had days. I've had days that I thought I'd rather not even be here. I'd rather not even be here. God, (laughs) take me home. God, with the rapture. God, get me out of this. This is ridiculous. What's going on? What I'm going through. However, God never was away from me. He was right there with me. God didn't do these things to you. He's there with you. He's going through it with you. That's reason to celebrate. Now, by no thought of anyone in here, we live in a nation that has two Independence Days. But I'm here to tell you today, (laughs) the Bible tells us two is better than one. Frederick Douglass wrote, what is the 4th of July to a slave? How can I celebrate freedom if I ain't free? Are you free today? We're gonna go into that a little bit more. Um, growing up, like I said, I'm from Wyandotte County, and uh, I, I'm going to keep saying that <laughs> because it, it, it applies to what we're talking about today. Uh, my parents, they used to take me to uh, Juneteenth celebrations before I even knew what they were. Uh, I was good with it because it was fun. <laughs> Barbecue, music, man, we having fun. And I came of age and I I realized, I was like, so, hold on. This is Independence Day for slaves in this country. I remember, man, I don't know. I might have been too young to watch this TV show. I don't know. Roots. I was in the third grade. And it was so crazy. So I was going to this school, Open Door Baptist School. It was a group kind of like ourselves here today. 
And uh, we had a little, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm going to call it a talent show, but, you know, art fair or whatever. And you, so I got this poster board and I drew these slaves. I was watching Roots. So I drew these slaves with chains around their neck on this poster board. And so, you know, everybody's supposed to come in and, and see that, you know, what all the kids were, were presenting as art. So I had these slaves and chains on them. And I was, cause I, I was like, I was so taken aback by that. I was like, wow. And it was so, I didn't, I didn't get it. People coming to my stuff go, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, man, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. See, another thing I didn't know, um, I didn't know this too. I was a grown man. Y'all ever heard of that street, Quindaro? Yeah, 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 yeah. You probably ain't heard nothing good about it. I'm going to tell you something good about it. All right, the word Quindaro means bundle of sticks. In Parkville, on the other side of the river, in Parkville, Missouri, was where slaves were being traded. And so that was the origination. In these two states, that's where the Underground Railroad started. The slaves that run away or get away will grab a bundle of sticks and jump in the river. They say it's dead slaves in that river right now. They make it across the river on a bundle of sticks. Now, we have, you know, let me back up for a minute. Going through this whole exercise, man, I really appreciate what Alan does for us. To speak to a group of so many different types of people and to speak to every last one of them week after week after week, man, only God could do that. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to God that he's using our pastor to lead us. Because as I put this together, I was like, wow, I got to speak to everybody. And so <clears throat> the, uh, the slaves would make it across the, the, the river. And there was a house there that had tunnels. beneath. That house is still there today. And it's, it's, they call it the Quindaro Ruins. There's a guy, there's a guy you may have heard of, controversial Christian guy, radical guy, John Brown. John Brown was organizing slave uh, rebellions and, and slaves being getting to the Underground Railroad. He was, he, was being, he was a part of that. There's a monument. There's a monument. I forget where the exact location is, but it's right off Quindaro. Somewhere around 27th Street of John Brown. And it says, From a grateful people. This man was inspiring slaves to run for freedom. That's what he was doing. You know, in a group like this, we don't even have the same heroes all the time. But you know what? My hero, the GOAT. My hero, Jesus Christ, <laughs> here, he, he set a whole nother standard. He set a whole nother standard. See, to be my hero, my hero, you have to die. 
for your cause. At least be willing to. Oh, that ain't enough. Then you got to come back. And you got to come back. Impossible. That's my hero. That's my hero. What brought us all together, all the different types of people, and I want you to make note that I'm not saying races of people. All the different types of people in here, there's only one. There's only one that died for this cause. There's only one that sets you free. There's only one that rose again. So, Lord willing, I will expound on the fact that we believers can celebrate freedom that the world now recognizes. We can celebrate that freedom. We can celebrate Juneteenth, 4th of July. We can celebrate Thanksgiving. That's my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. That's, man, that's every day, right? That's what we're doing. We do that every day. You know what? Anybody in here ever had a pumpkin pie? A certain type of people are going, ooh. <laughs> Anybody in here have a sweet potato pie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, man, I got a great pumpkin pie story. Wow, wow. So I was, uh, man, I was in college. You know, I wasn't exactly living right. So I didn't get to come home right at Christmas break. I had to work an extra week. I had to work up to Christmas. Now, my parents have provided me a life where I probably, if I was doing the right stuff, I probably could have came home, but I needed to make some money. So I ended up having, going to the Christmas party at this place I work, and I walk up to this pie that I think is sweet potato pie. I ain't going to say it's nasty. I'm not. But when you think you put something in your mouth that it ain't, I spit it out. I was like, what's wrong with this sweet potato pie? <laughs> They was like, that's not sweet potato pie. What's sweet potato pie? I was like, huh? What is this? It's pumpkin pie. And so, you know, sometimes I'm referred, you know, just to ease emotions and talk about what we need to talk about. We're going to call them pumpkin pie eaters and sweet potato pie eaters. PPE. PPE, pie eaters. Everybody here eat pie. And if you don't eat pie, boy, you need to get saved. (laughs) So we're going to take that, this celebration as an opportunity to be all things to all men to save some. That's what it's for. You know why I eat sweet potato pie? Because other people eat sweet potato pie. And you know why I eat pumpkin pie? Because other people eat pumpkin pie. I don't even like pumpkin pie. But I'm going to go eat it. Because if that gives me an opportunity to show who God is, that the glory of God be revealed out of me so that somebody can see God through me, because that's what he's telling me to do, that's what I'm going to do. So it's just about pie eating, y'all. It ain't, man, calm down. Calm down. You know, I know some of y'all might be going, oh, boy. Well, here we go. Because 
I've been known, I've been known, just like Brett, getting into some trouble. Me and Brad have the same birthday. I don't know y'all know that. But uh, I've been known to get in a few tussles, a few scrapes. But I'm going to tell you, I just want y'all to know, I want you to know, know my heart. So I got some uh, claimers. Yeah, I said claimers, not disclaimers, claimers. So before we dig into text, I got to tell you my claimers, okay? Claimer number one, there's only one race. So that notice that race is not the topic of discussion. Because there's one race and one enemy of that race, one racist. Man, I know that hits different to everybody. It hits different to everybody. But what we are going to talk to about, since we're talking about freedom, we're going to talk about slavery, and we're going to talk about hatred. So here's the good news, though. Claimer number two, we are all slaves, all of us, saved and lost. We all slaves, all of us. Why? You know, slavery was uh, prevalent and accepted in ancient times and in the Bible. That was hard for me. That was hard for me when I first, when I first started reading the Bible. I'm going to tell you the truth. I almost chucked it in. I had to go a little deeper, though. Slavery had, in the Bible, had nothing to do with the color of your skin or your nationality. Slavery was a result of spoils of war, the fault of debt, and an inability to support oneself or family. Personal identity was a matter of family, tribal, city, national, ethnic, or religious ties. The Bible is clear in regards to the treatment of slaves. Slaves were to be treated humanely. In the New Testament, we find that the master-slave relationship should mirror employee-employer relationship. Now, I want to say all of that to say there's one race and we're all slaves. Some of us in here, I would imagine most of us in here, has accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And then if you go to the verse, first verse prior to the text that I read, in verse 30, it says, and many believed. Many believed. And as we're also going to talk about, many believe. See, there, there's really, like, we get caught up in, in our skin. We get caught up in that. We get entangled with that. However, For us, believers, there's three types of people. And I know y'all think, y'all think I'm going to say what y'all think I'm going to (laughs) say. But I'm not. There's the world, there's the church, and there's the lost. The world, the church, and the lost. So, as I was saying, to be a slave is, is is a... is despicable, but you know who fashioned himself as a slave? Jesus Christ. 
he came here as a servant. What do you think he would expect from his disciples? So does the world, the lost, and the church. And inside the church, there's two types of people. First and last. I'll leave it up to you to answer which one you are. And it's not really about which one you are, for real. It's about which one you're trying to be. And I ain't talking about you can't buy a nice car, live in a nice house. I ain't talking about none of that. I'm talking about esteeming others greater than yourself. I'm talking about looking at somebody else and seeing and trying to help them grow, trying to help them take where you left off, investing in someone else. Claimer three, we all suffer. We all suffer. Boy, we, have a, we be having a suffering contest. When you tell somebody you're going through some pain, what they tell you? Me too. Man, that ain't nothing. Look, first of all, nobody's here. I hate, oh boy, oh man, this, 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 this gets on my nerves. Like, <laughs> you go, you go to, uh, you go like on a mission trip. I ain't saying don't go on a mission trip. <laughs> you go to a mission trip and you, and you hear that, uh, they came back, man, I don't feel so bad because they got it worse than me. What? Huh? For real? No. You, you got it just as bad as them because they in that situation. If we a family in here, when I'm down, you down. When you down, I'm down. When I'm up, you up. When you up, I'm up. What good is me riding in first class if you can't ride with me? What good is that? None. Claim four. We cannot free ourselves. We can't. We could participate in every organization. We could, we could go vote. We could do all this stuff. We can't free ourselves. I'm not telling you not to vote. I'm not telling you not to participate in anything. In fact, go join everything. <laughs> go do everything. Whatever. No, let me back up. See, I got, I got a little emotion. Uh, be a disciple. If you look in verse 32, it says, uh, continue in my word, and you will be a disciple indeed. Now, that word indeed, I don't know. I don't know what the Greek is in that. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you what the Wyandotte County vernacular says about that. It says, for real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. You're a disciple. For real, for real. Like, Hey man, we be, here's what we do. We become a Christian. We get the t-shirt. We get the t-shirt and we put it on. Man, we ain't tithing. We ain't doing none of that. We don't go to church half time. <laughs> we ain't doing none of that. But we got the t-shirt. We got the, we got the medallions from our mirrors. We got the bumper stickers. Well, we got the tattoos. We got all that. But we ain't a disciple. We ain't continuing in his word. Continue in his word. Be a disciple indeed. All right, in case you wonder, there's a few questions I got to ask. So you don't answer out loud, though. All right, because don't blink. Don't say nothing. All right? Here you go. So 
2 Timothy 2, 2-4 says, And the things thou hast heard of me, the same commit thou to faithful men, who will be able to teach others also. Thou, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. For what no man wars with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has called him to be a soldier. Are you a disciple for real, for real? Let's examine that. Are you entangled with the affairs of this world? When the pandemic ended and we was able to go out everywhere, are you back doing the same stuff you was doing before that kept that was put before God? Probably not a disciple. Oh, didn't mean to say that. Uh, are you a disciple for real, for real? Do you do you do the things you possess determine your worth? Somebody says, hmm, don't say that. <laughs> Does what you do determine who you are? And this last one I really like. Do you dance when no music is playing? Man, I'm not dancing. I'm not dancing when ain't no music playing. I'm not trying to please people. I'm trying to please God, the one that called me to be a soldier. Here's the crazy part. To be a disciple, you got to be a soldier. What does that imply? He told you all this, hey, do what I do, man. Hey, by the way, endure hardness as a good soldier. <laughs> That's just, uh, he's telling you something. See, Paul ain't casting no dispersions to Timothy. He ain't selling him pie in the sky. He not. So I invited some people here today uh, to help me celebrate Juneteenth. And once the slaves was free from Juneteenth, here's the thing. When the slaves on Juneteenth, the, the, the funny thing about it was they got that information two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was even signed. Two years later. In fact, the Emancipation Proclamation didn't even free any, any slaves. In fact, three months before Juneteenth was when General Lee even surrendered to defeat. That he that the war ended three months before the Juneteenth. So it was the Men's Practice Proclamation was signed way before then. So here's the thing though. Are you a disciple? Are you free? No, not free. Free, free. Free, for real, for real. Because in order to be free indeed, in order to be free for real, for real, you gotta be. A disciple, for real, for real. And that ain't easy. That ain't easy. But here's the good news, because I don't want to deter you from taking this charge. Here's the good news. You're going to get it in the neck anyway. <laughs> and, uh, there used to be a sign in Raytown, Missouri that said, are you suffering needlessly? It was a chiropractic sign. <laughs> but I was like, huh. Man, can you imagine living in this? And then going to hell? Worse than this? Forever? It'll be for no reason. Hey, sign me up. Sign me up, because this is way better. 
This is way better. It's hard, but this yoke is easy. In fact, he's fighting for me. He already took care of the, the worst problem that I had. So the people that I invited, after uh, the slaves were uh, freed, so to speak, there was a period of time where separate but equal, separate but equal. And the free men and women had now began to advance colleges, historically black colleges was founded. And there were some organizations in those colleges. And I asked people who are, who are uh, part of those organizations, I asked them to wear their colors today. The reason why I got purple and gold shoes on is because I'm a member of Omega Sci-Fi. One of the most famous, regardless of how you feel about whoever. Now, I'm naming people who are famous. You know, like I said, we don't even have the same heroes, but it don't even matter. So one of the, one of the, but I need to know, I want you to name somebody prominent that's in my fraternity that you might heard of. And that's Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson. And then uh, I think I got a couple, I think I got a couple alphas in here. I got, yeah, yeah, there you go. There they go. There they go. So they was first of all, it's first of all. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. One of the famous members is Martin Luther King. That's, that's the, he the GOAT. He the GOAT of civil rights. I mean, he's like been named the most important person of the 20th century. Uh, and then who else we got in here? Oh, we got the Kappa Alpha Psi here. Yeah. Uh, man, I was looking up all this. It's just wild to me, this, the people that are part of these fraternities. Uh, one of their famous members, Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe. Then we got some ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris made it a big deal. And then uh, we got some women of Delta Sigma Theta. Yeah, so, uh, man, who did I say I was going to say? Oh, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. And so, uh, did I leave anybody out? That's in here. No. See, these organizations were dedicated to service and to advancement, not just of, of, of people of color, but of all people. And so during that time, World War I, they had to, they were the beacon of light, the hope that we had. So they were the ways that we could travel across country and be able to have places to stay, places, people to help support us in endeavors. Now, that's the same way that as a Christian, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can't just stop there. You can't just stop there. You can't just wear the t-shirt. You have to pick up, you got to pick up the man, you got to pick up the cross. You got to pick up the cross. So I got a few kickers that I want to, what I want to say. I call them kickers in that point because here's the kick. Here's the kicker. In order to be strong in the faith, you have to be sound in the faith. See, he wanted you to, Jesus wanted us to continue in the word because he wanted us to know the truth. And it's the truth that will set you free, will make you free. The truth will make you free. 
There's a difference. And from there, the next one is God loves the world. And so should we. Jesus came to save the lost, though, not the world. There's a difference. Jesus saved many, whosoever. The problem with us getting entangled with all these fights and struggles with the world is because the lost are inside of there. It's okay to be involved. It's okay, but don't forget who you are first and foremost, and that's the disciple of Jesus Christ. First and foremost. See, I walk around in this skin, and that's something I got to contend with, but it's not a weapon. It's a tool. It's a privilege. We all privilege, which was another one of my my, uh, kickers. I mean, claimers that I didn't say earlier. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. In John 14, 6, it says, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father except by me. That's what Jesus said. He is the way. He makes a way out of no way. It's people out here raging in these streets, going crazy, losing their mind. They don't even know who they are. They don't even know who they are. And we're sitting in here with the answer. But we won't even use the tools that God has given us to even go talk to them. In fact, sometimes I think we'll go halfway across the world before we go across the street. Go across the street and across the world. Do that. He he wants us. He wants to save some. I could be all things to all men to save some. You know, there's things that people do, and I get I fall into the trap sometimes. I'll be like, man, that man cannot be saved. There's no way he did that. There's no way he voted for him. There's no way. Yeah, there is. Because guess what? Somebody's saying that about you too. See, it ain't about what you do. It's about who you are. It's about who you know. The last kicker. Man. We cannot, I said this earlier. We cannot set ourselves free. Only God can do that. You see, it says, and the truth shall make you free. But it says in the next verse, the son sets us free. And then we'll be free indeed. You know, man, the Bible, you continue in this word because it's sure, because it's true, because it's pure. You continue in this word. You believe in Christ, continue in his word. Obey his word. Read his word. Know his word. Continue in his word. But guess what? The Bible is all true. But it don't contain all truth. 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 <laughs> it don't contain all truth. That's hard. The Holy Spirit is for that. That's why it takes the whole trinity of God. 
The Holy Spirit, this is the foundation. And you go, it go deep as you want to go. You can't never, you can, you, can, you can stay on one verse for the rest of your life. However, you have to be filled with the Spirit. There's one commandment for a church, and that's to be filled with the Spirit. To be filled with the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Jesus is the way. He's the truth, and he's the life. He's the life. So, I meant to do this earlier, but I'm going to end with this. <laughs> when I say, can I kick it, and I point to your section, you say, yes, we can. <laughs> and then, then just, just roll with me from there. I'm not going to get no more instructions. <laughs> uh, the uh, potato pie pe- people might want to get to the front so everybody can see y'all. <laughs> So you got it? I'm going to start here. Can I kick it? Yes, I can. Can I kick it? Yes, I can. Can I kick it? Yes, oh, man. I'm coming back to y'all. Can I kick it? Yes, I can. 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 Then put your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. And if Jesus is your master, say, oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus is your master. We choose our masters. We all slaves. Jesus Christ is the answer to all of this. So don't lose your mind. Jesus said continue. That means it's going to take some time. Continue in my word. Continue. Don't go out here and start beating people over the head, getting mad at them because they ain't accepting Jesus. Just be there and wait and listen. Let's pray. Father God, just thank you. I thank you, Lord, that we can be disciples indeed, for real, for real, so that we can be free, for real, for real, only by you. No matter how much work I do, no matter what I do, I can't. I can't untangle this mess, but you can. And God, I know that the world is lost and that we're on this slave ship called Earth, headed for hell, waiting on the rapture, Lord. But I just pray that we can save some, many, the lost. That's why we're here. So, God, I just thank you, Lord, for the privilege that you've given us. God, I thank you that you're a master that sets us free. No other master would do that. God, we love you. We love each other because of the love that you have for us. God, is there? I just pray, Lord, that if there's anybody that doesn't know you, anybody that's not free, that does know you and that's not free, Lord, I just pray that they won't sit in their seat and leave in that same condition. Lord, I pray that your word would just prick their hearts, Lord. I pray that people would be encouraged, God. God, we're not selling some pipe dream or some pine that everything's going to be okay. But God, everything's going to be okay. God, we're taking us through it. There's been times in my life that I wanted to quit. 
that I wanted to give up. God, you made my worst situation my best situation. God, you used that for your glory. God, and I pray that, Lord, anybody that's struggling in here, anybody that's in pain and fear and hurt, that's hurting, God, God, just pray that they won't do it alone. God, I pray that if they're not in this family, Lord, I just pray that they would join it. Join this family, God, and God, and say, hey, I, I need help. I'm struggling. I can hardly celebrate today. I can hardly celebrate. But, Lord, let them know, Lord, that we have this reason to celebrate. God, we have life forever. Forever. God, I pray that nobody that any of us know and love, God, I pray that when we encounter the lost, Lord, that they would be confronted with you, with your love. God, help us to sacrifice. So if anybody would uh, feel the need to uh, come forward, and, and we have altar workers here who would, would love to sit down and, and talk to you. Um, anybody that wants to uh, accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. Anybody that just needs a listening ear. Like I said before, when one of us struggles, we all struggle. And our struggles are different. Let's not, let's not diminish what other people are going through by telling them something like they're not going through it or it ain't that bad. Or, that's not the message. I know you're going through it. I'm going through it. But I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to praise God all day long. All day long. Because he strengthens me. He gets glory in, in me by doing that.